0: everybody. Welcome to the Coaches Spot. I am here with Anthony Brule Yep. And I'm Jason Powell. And we are both actually gymnastics coaches. But today, I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit about coaching your kids. Yep. Because I don't Worst know if you saw it. Did you ever. see uh, Lemachenko and Lopez last night? No. Dude boxing's back man (laughs) talk about the two best lightweights in the world fighting each other
1: it was unbelievable no i was actually at a meet i haven't watched the rest
0: of the ufc yet i got it taped but there were some good fights there too but i'll tell you what man my wife was like why are you getting so excited And i'm like you don't understand these are the two best in the world i mean Lopez has a 2016 Olympics that he went to. I don't know where he placed, but um, uh, Lomachenko or Lomachenko, Loma, Loma, Loma,
1: Loma. He uh, he has two Olympics. I didn't know that, but you know what? I haven't watched boxing in a very long time. It's just it's his only loss uh, until last night. Uh,
0: Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert: his only loss. Until last night was his very first fight was for a championship. Oh, wow. he was 396 and one in the amateurs. Jeez. <laughs> can you believe that? I'm like, you couldn't fight four more times to get four hundred and one. <laughs> but <laughs> the reason I bring them up isn't to talk about boxing, it's to talk about both their trainers are their dads. Mm. So you don't you don't see I remember when I boxed in, in the late 80s, early nineties. Pro boxers that did that usually ended up leaving their dads sooner or later. And these guys have been with him for their whole career. I mean, Lopez is only 23, but he could not have looked better last night. Could not have looked better. He he was popping his jab out and just, and his dad was super, he was real positive in the corner. And it's just, could you imagine coaching your kid that long?
1: (laughs) I don't even like coaching my kid right now. I mean, we have a good relationship, though, it, and it, it does work, but it does hit its um, hard roads. I was going to say, you got
0: to learn to leave it at home, don't you? Or leave it, yeah. leave it in the gym.
1: Yeah. So our, we, you know, when I took over the team, we, I, talk, you know, we sat down and talked, and I said, you know, in the gym, I'm Coach Anthony. Right. When we get out of the gym, I'm off. I don't talk about gymnastics. If you have a question, you can you can go and talk to Coach Anthony tomorrow right right and what and but i'll ask her how was your day okay good you know whatever i don't bring up anything um and then when i talk to her into the gym i tell her hey this is coach anthony talking to you right now yeah i'm just gonna let you know so it's been pretty good yeah it sounds good yeah and like yesterday my wife goes hey she's having a hard time mentally um can you talk to her and i said yeah i'll talk to her on monday in the gym and, yeah. and my wife was like, what? And then, of course, my kid was like, no, no, no. This is his day off. Like, he needs to have his his mind out of gymnastics. So I'll talk to him when when I'm on bars with him. Right. I was like, cool. Yeah. And, and that's how we have it work. And it's worked out so far. I mean, she doesn't come home hating me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's always a positive thing.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't know how uh, well Valery Lucan did it. He coached Nastia. And she wasn't originally in his group.
1: No, I was going to say he didn't coach her the whole time
0: no and then um boxing it's real big it's pretty big in ufc i know my friend will who was on the podcast last week he coached his sons in football i believe and maybe baseball so it uh it's hard it's i couldn't imagine i couldn't coach my daughter my daughter's only seven or six <clears throat> and there's no way but she's also a Little little Attitude queen mm. so it would be hard to coach her but a lot of coaches have to do it, and yeah. I think the way you do it is the best way. Is hey, there, it's done. If it's at the gym, we approach it at the gym, mm-hmm. and if it's at home, it's
1: not about gymnastics. Yeah, well, and I've seen a lot of people that try to coach their kids, and the kids end up, you know, hating it, and then, you know, going through this. Oh, you hate me, you like everybody else, or whatever. Because, like, even with me, I. I tell her and the kids, like, hey, if you see me like giving more stern corrections, tell me because I, because again, because she's my kid, so I'm kind of right. expecting a little bit more. When I, you know, and I'm pretty good about it, but every once in a while they'll be like, hey, leave her alone, and I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, right? I'm sorry. My, you know what um, I mean. My so, expectations if I part. coached
0: if I coached my kids, I think my expectations would be way higher than it is for because I come home and I'm 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 a disciplinarian at home with my mm-hmm. kids. And it's funny because I'm not in the gym. I'm not a big disciplinarian. I'm a, I'm, this is our system. This is how it works. If you want to be in it, be in it. If you don't, don't, I'm not, I'm not a yeller. I'm not a screamer unless it's positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm real loud in the gym when it's positive, but, and then I come home. I'm like, why don't I have that patience with my children? <laughs> Cause I have it with all these other kids. Cause it's
1: different. Yeah. It's just it, a different It, it really is. It really is. Like even like when I was, uh, taking over again um, she was um, working her overshoots and you know, the, the previous coach had her um, over some whale mats and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the time frame, I'm like, we got to take the bars. Like, right. We got to be on a bar soon. So it's no big deal. Like, and again, and I had, it wasn't just her, it was her and another ch- a child, but I was like, you know, give me a block. Let's go throw a drape over. This is how we're going. We're going right into it. I'm going to spot you, you know? And I'm just like, I'm going to have to heavy spot or whatever. But of course the first kid goes, boom. And I'm like, Oh, no, nah, you know, this guy, he did a good job. Right. Because they're, they're ready to go, you know. So, of course, get her over. Kid gets up on the bar and she's getting ready to go. And I went through panic mode. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, if it was my first day ever and nobody taught me how to spot. Yeah. Just went, here, go catch her. <laughs> I started panic mode because I'm like crap this is my kid like, yeah it's just more emotion went into and still now when i spot her i'm terrified i can get any other kid and i'm fine but her i'm terrified that's because you know her mom will sue <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's i gotta go home to her mom too yeah she's oh
0: no i i i don't think i could ever coach my kids but i think that you have the best solution which is you got to leave it there yeah. and then you got to be aware of how much harder you are on your own kid
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And with that said, that's the second subject I wanted to hit, man. I saw some bad coaching this last week at a baseball game. It was a baseball game. It was one of my son's baseball games. And as you know, um, my son just started kid pitch, mm-hmm. which come on, it's kid pitch. And it's the first year of kid pitch. So I don't know what that is. It means the kids pitch instead of the oh, coach. Okay. Then- it's modified kid pitch. So the kid gets four. I think it's four pitches. They, the kid gets four pitches. If they walk them, they walk them. But the strike zones a lot bigger. And then when they're done with those four pitches, if they haven't struck them out or they walked, then the coach gets however many pitches are left. Mm. Uh, two, two, one or two. I don't know. It's how many kids. It has to do with the ball strike count and everything else. But the reason I want to talk about it is we played this team, and they had a decent record. We're undefeated, and I'm not bragging on that and for those of you that have seen Sean on the show you know Sean wouldn't brag about it either of course not they're just better than everybody no not at all Sean is (laughs) Sean Sean is one of the best coaches I've ever seen at any level he really is Uh, gymnastics football soccer everything out of all the coaches I've seen he's one of the best he is a great coach but we got really lucky and and you know he doesn't take it too serious he's about effort He's about effort and attitude, about the things you can control. The two things you control, effort and attitude. So anyway, the reason I wanted to get into it is because there was some bad coaching on the other side of it. I won't say the team or anything, but the coach argued with the ref or or the umpire. Sorry, (laughs) I'm in football mode. He argued or boxing and wrestling mode. Even he argued with the umpire about a call. It's coach pitch, man, or it's kid pitch, man. Settle down. But, like, got to the point where my wife, who you've met my wife. My yeah. wife is very, everything's down a certain line. Like, she don't screw around. And yeah. she was like, hey, and started yelling at the coach for yelling at the umpire. Like, she's like, knock that shit off. Like, oh, I wasn't going to swear. But, <laughs> <laughs> but she was like, stop it. And he, he stopped. To his credit, he looked at my wife and her friend who were both yelling at him to mm-hmm. stop harassing the ref. Mm-hmm. They're eight-year-olds. Yeah. or the umpire, I did yeah. it again, and he waved, and he was like, you know, kind of like, sorry. And I'm like, cool, everybody loses their cool, I've lost my yeah. cool, you've lost your cool. Um, so, we're leaving, and as we're leaving, he's berating these seven and eight year olds. <sighs> berating them. When you get the ball, just assume someone's going to the other base. But the way he's doing it, like, my son's coach would have been like, "Hey guys, we can feel better than this, so we're going to work on that at our next practice." Yep. That's how he would have approached that subject because they're seven and eight year olds. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest travesty, and you'll, you'll, I'm going to let you talk on it for a second because I know I can overtake you sometimes. But mm-hmm. I think the biggest travesty as a coach,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and my one of my biggest fears would be I drove a kid out of the sport yep. that could have been successful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean. Isn't that one of your biggest fears? Yeah. I don't want to put words in your mouth. You no, no, me. no,
1: no. So the way I approach and handle things like that, like, for instance, I tell my kids, you know, if you have bad behavior or whatever's going on at the meet, mm-hmm. I'm not going to scold you at the meet. No. We're not going to. We'll talk about it when I get back in the gym. And then you're going to. Then you're going to know. But uh, if you mess up whatnot, not, it's always don't worry about it. I'm proud of you no matter what. You know. Or we go back in and you and I will figure out a way right. how we can make you better. And then and the majority of the time, and even when I talk to parents, they're like, you know, why she scored this? Why this? And they get, you know, they get upset. And I, you know, I try to go th- through what I think or what I know with the deductions and stuff like that. And I always say, you know, we just got to be in the gym and I got to be better. Yeah. I always use I because I got to be better. To be, you know, point. to, to focus on where my kids are making mistakes. I, I came home last night and I told my wife, I'm like, man, I suck. <laughs> she's like, what are you talking about? I go, I just suck this year. Uh, my kids are just not performing like past years. This is probably one of my hardest seasons and I'm struggling. And she's like, well, i do just tell the kids to be better? And I'm like, that's the thing. It's not just the kids. It's me yeah. too. There's. There's places, and again, because we had the time off, and then the time frame to get these kids ready last minute.
0: Right, everybody, this is it their wasn't worst ready.
1: Thing. I didn't have enough time to, to I guess plan where I'm focusing. So I focused on where I thought you know was the key points, and now I'm still dragging you know in other yeah. places. And I'm like, dang it, I didn't even think about that. And then it's not a big, it's really not a big deal. But for me, that's what I go home and assess where I'm going wrong, and how can I help these kids. And there are some kids that,
0: (laughs) you know what that's called, right? And every great coach has it. You know what it's called, right? You listen to Joe Rogan, you listen listen to Jocko. That's extreme ownership. Yeah. You take extreme ownership in your kids. Mm -hmm. A quick, a quick story. I'm at level five. And I know a lot of people won't know what this is, but I was at a level five state. But it was TAF. Which is a lower league. I well, I don't want to say lower league. It's a less competitive league yeah. than USA Gymnastics. And fun. And fun. It's it's it a really blast. Is. They're Love my favorite meets. They used to be. I, I don't coach half. Taff- I don't even coach compulsories anymore. But I, I'm there. I'm the head coach. I have a girl doing spectacular bars. She's halfway through the routine. She goes, uh, she's on the high bar. Mm-hmm. And she goes into the underswing and shoots it straight up. In the, I mean, it almost goes to handstand straight up in the air yeah, and comes down and collapses on the bar, but holds on
1: mm-hmm.
0: as a coach at that moment, I should have said, let go. Cause if she lets go, she only takes the deduction for the fall, but because she killed the swing and she did baby tap, baby tap, terrible dismount. Uh-huh. She lost like 1.8 or one point. She lost almost two points and she won every other event. So she would have won state. I think she ended up in second or third, even with a 1.8 deduction. And it was a beautiful routine up to that point. I even went to the judge and said, you know, what'd you have before that? She's like, I had her pretty close to a 10. And I was like, ah, but because it would have been my first 10 in my career too, which brings me to the second point, extreme ownership and no ego. You got to be able to be a successful coach. You have got to be able to look at the welfare And the success as the athlete, as your most important thing, not your reputation as a coach. Yeah. Because there's times I've, I've suffered, my reputation has suffered because I've had the best interest in the kid in mind. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I had a level uh, gymnast, I I don't have to say level, but gymnast, and she wanted to flip her vault. And we were at state and she wanted to flip her vault. And I'm like, you're not ready. And she's like, I can't make regionals without flipping a vault. Like I can't do a handspring and make regionals. I'm like, then you don't make regionals. And she's like, no, I need to flip it. So we're in the back room warming up and I'm spotting these vaults. <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> they were so, they weren't good. They they scared me. And I, I now have a rule that if you can't flip it onto competition level in the gym, You definitely are not allowed to compete at the meet with a spot. Nope. That's my, that's how I feel about it. But this kid was a warrior and we go out and she goes, let me try to flip the first one. I go, okay, but I'm standing there and she goes and she's not going to make it. And I bump her, I bump her. I have to touch her. I have to bump her over. I bump her over. She lands on her feet, rolls to her back, gets up and she's so mad at me. She's so mad at me. And any other kid at any other time, I would say, do the handspring. And she's looking at me with these big doe eyes and these crocodile tears. And she's like, my only goal is to make regionals. You have to let me flip and you have to not stand there. That's tough. Yeah. And I, at the time, I'm a younger coach at the time. And at that time, making that decision, it had nothing to do with me. I didn't care if she flipped the vault. I, I wanted her to make regionals, but... As a coach, if I don't stand there, I'm going to look really bad. But that kid at that time in her career needed to try to flip that vault on her own. And so I stepped away. And I'm standing at the end of the vault runway.
1: You and let she her flip
0: ta- it? I let her flip it. And she takes off down the runway. Now, the best way for this story to end is that she nails it and lands on her feet. Not what happened. It <laughs> was, was Nose. Uh, She didn't even make it to her feet. It was face plant into the ground. uh, It made me look like the biggest amateur on the face of the planet. And uh, I walked walked on the runway, and she limps towards me because she landed short, and her knee was bothering her, and she limps towards me. Big, huge crocodile tears. All the coaches watching me. And she walks right up to me, and I go, I look down at her, and I'm going to edit this. For the story, I look down and I go, that's the gutsiest thing I've ever seen. Because I didn't say, that's the gutsiest thing. I said, that's yeah. the effing gutsiest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And oh, wow. her her parents were really good friends of mine. They actually owned the gym with me. Oh, okay. So there are other things in play. And her mom even said, I'm I'm glad you tried. let her try to flip that vault. And I know it made you look bad. And I appreciate it. Yeah. Because that's what she needed at that yeah. time. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think, I think she had... A 20% chance of making it to her feet, maybe. She was not a vaulter. She was a great, as an eight-year-old kid, she won a meet, a national meet on bars. She was a great bar worker. Yeah. At eight years old. But she... Uh,
1: I love way Vault is hard, dude. Vault's real
0: hard. And people underestimate vault coaches. Because oh, that's right. my best event.
1: Yeah. but I can't say that's my best. But there's an absolute I'm way part...
0: Where I looked, you are you are a very good bar coach. You're a better bar coach than I am.
1: Mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah we'll you, see. Are. It, it you are. It depends. I always no, say that it depends on who you have and who walks into your door. I, I don't think you know, so. I think it's systems, man. I, you know, and maybe that's just me being too humble. I you. can I can be too humble. That's you. But I'm the same way.
0: I always give the I kid know. all the credit when they're successful, yeah. and I give me all the blame when they're not.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's part of being well, a good coach. And, yeah. And, and two, cause I mean, I've had multiple, multiple coaches come up and be like, dude, how, especially this one year I had these stout group of fives. I mean, the, it was the perfect storm yeah. that you can get in a group. Right. And I remember they're asking me all season and I was killing everybody. They're like, how do you do it? How did you do it? And I'm telling them like, the and this is the door door. truth. This is the absolute truth. I go, I don't know it's them like <laughs> yeah. I give them direction you know obviously and I'm giving them but they just challenged each other to where they were like boom one got the free of pen and yeah. then I and then I went all right so we're gonna do it on high bar and we have this um this bar that you can lower that goes all the way yeah. up to a high bar we put it medium there went all the way yeah. up and then next thing you know bam! they're killing it
0: I'll tell you what though that yeah I mean
1: but I was like I understand it was that I've had
0: per- I've had the perfect storm on bars too but you're a really good bar coach because I've seen what you do with average kids. That's how I judge a coach. What do you do with average kids? And that's why I give myself credit on vault because I have, I have kids that I don't think other coaches could get a flip out of them. And I get a flip. I have kids right now that I, I don't, a lot of my success right now. I mean, I've been out for two weeks because of my shoulder. So, but a lot of my success has to do with who I coach with too. Cause I have a, it's a coaching team on bars and vault and she Mm. is spectacular. Yeah, she's twenty one years old, and she could coach. She coaches her. She she looks like she's been coaching thirty years. Wow, and she's a good spotter. Yeah, she's a really good spotter too. She's unbelievable. I don't see that's the one thing,
1: Um, especially on vault spotting. I don't spot a lot of vault. I do a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of drills, and I don't.
0: I don't have to spot a lot of vault.
1: When it comes to, like, which is good because I don't have a shoulder. I'm I'm (laughs) fairly well at. Yeah. I can coach it with my eyes closed, blah, blah, blah. Souks are harder, to, but, sooks are harder yeah. to spot. The timing's totally different. Well, that's harder to teach, too, for me. Yeah. But I will say, oh, like, not for me. like, I have Ned that um, he has helped me throughout the years and still does. He helps out on um, one that's of my That's a great groups. ball coach. Oh.
0: I've worked, I've worked with phenomenal. him at that clinic.
1: Yeah, he's phenomenal. I
0: hurt one of his girls within, like, the first five minutes. <laughs> I didn't move a mat all the way over. And I'm like, I don't think they'll hit that mat. She hit the mat. Her broke her ankle. I don't know if she broke it, but she sprained it pretty good. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, he's like not your fault,
1: dude. If she would have gone
0: straight, it wouldn't have
1: happened." Yeah, well, he's he's great. He's a great guy but, too. And it, and you know, there's some things that I go, I don't know, but I but I I still I, I'm like, it doesn't matter because his kids are stout. Yeah, and you know, I I haven't seen very many coaches do what he has done with the girls. Like the way they look and all that other stuff. He's a great coach. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, you're
0: stout. You're stacked with good coaches. I'm not saying they're all good, but you're stacked with a bunch of good coaches. On vault and bars you are. (laughs) See, that's one thing. I'm the only guy at my gym.
1: Well, but you know, and
0: I'll tell you what, we, we do. Brooke Brooke coaches bars right now. Uh she's she's from Alabama and she used to be
1: Alabama. at my gym
0: yeah she's spectac- she's the best bar coach I've ever been around and nice. I you know who I've been around I've been around great bar coaches yeah. and she might be the best Ooh, and I give her all the credit man but she uh she's spectacular and she's using my doing she's helping with my groups right now mm-hmm. and I don't want to say helping she's leading my groups right now because of my shoulder I can't spot mm-hmm. and so really the only reason I'm there is for vault. Like, I stand around on bars, I'm just sitting there picking my nose. But, so if you see yeah. good bars this year from my groups, you know it wasn't me. <laughs> well, he, he but wasn't you see Jason. good vaults? My yeah. coaching partner even said, I, get, I came back, I tried to come back too early, and they sent me home. And she goes, man, and she names a specific gymnast, because she's a, a competing a handspring front. And uh, who I coach with isn't real confident with handspring fronts, which I can teach handspring fronts and souks all day long. And I'm she's like, she that. really needs, she really needs you. And so I'm like, ah. So I felt bad because I actually took another two days or three days off. And I came back and we went to vault. And her first one, she lands. And my coaching partner looks at me and like, so all you have to do is actually be in the room? You don't even have to do anything? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's all I got to do is be in the room. That's funny. Yeah, it's, uh, but that's how I think it gives a certain kids a confidence. Especially yeah. when you taught them a certain vault. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, my girls... Especially my level nines.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to tell you what. Here's another thing on coaching. If you want to be a better coach. Their coach that they had before me. Went to another gym. And I worked with him for three days. And by the way. It was one of the better three days of my coaching in my life. I was so bummed that he was leaving. Like we mm-hmm. we clicked right away. And we had a lot of the same. The same techniques and everything. And it just it just worked. And I was really sad to see him go. But about two weeks three weeks later my level nines had a spectacular day on vault spectacular first thing i did was text him and thank him yeah because he's the one that gets the credit yeah and then somebody else is like hey why don't they have their why don't they have this yeah i go look if i can't take the credit when they do well (laughs) Mm -hmm. i can't take the blame when they don't i've only been here three weeks well you know what?
1: that brings up another thing and this bothers me to no end I've been, for the majority of my career, have been super blessed with coaching partners. Yeah. Okay? I have and, but But I've had some that are just, and this is why I'm bringing this up, because your biggest mistake is all of us can look at, it doesn't matter what sport you're in, by the way, but you can look at somebody else's groups or kids, and you can see the talented ones and stuff like that, and of course, you can look over and have a thought. Hmm, I'd probably have that kid do this. This right. kid should probably be doing this. They're not doing this right, blah, blah, blah. Everybody has a thought. Everybody one. does that. But if you don't know those kids, you don't know why that coach is doing what he's doing. Absolutely. Or why they are where they are. So I have a problem with. Especially having a coaching partners where they look over and they're like, Ugh. you know, why are they just sitting there? They're playing, they're not doing this. Well, first of all, I'm not gonna be a jerk the whole time when I'm coaching. I'm not that right. serious. I like to have fun, and the reason why my kids have so are so good is because they know, A, I got their back. They know that I truly love them with all my heart, and it's fun. Right. It's fun. So when you look over and, you, and you're saying whatever you're saying, either my, and I always say this, because I'm the guy that goes, if you if you know something better than me, or you think you do, come and suggest it to me. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm gonna be like, yeah, 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 or, or that makes sense, right. or whatever. But if it's good information, I am 100% gonna use it, and I don't care about you taking credit for it. Right. But by you running your mouth, <laughs> behind my or someone else's back i'm like dude either you step in and you help or shut up
0: right that's a real good lesson
1: and you don't know why or why don't you go and ask that person hey what's going on like like why are they doing this blah blah blah. let them explain it to you right if they can't explain it to you then obviously they don't know what they're doing and they shouldn't be doing it but 90 percent of the the coaches that i know know what they're talking about and they're like oh well this is why it's because this kid you know, she's just fearful or she argues or whatever. Right. This is the best path that I think it's on. And I think that's the, the number one biggest thing that coaches do right now. You're looking at somebody else and you're looking at their talent thinking you can do better instead of focusing on yourself and your own kids. Right. And for that's whatever a, reason and why are you looking over? You should be focused on your. Well,
0: kids. Well, and that's a good but that's a good lesson for every head coach too. you hired that coach for a reason. Say if it's baseball and you hired a hitting coach, if it's football and you hired Mm -hmm. a defensive coordinator, even if you didn't hire them, Mm -hmm. somebody had the faith in them and you got you have to give them the time. Because a real coaching influence doesn't show up sometimes for six, seven, eight months, maybe a year. Like there's things you can fix instantly. Yeah. But the real coaching influence Mm -hmm. sometimes doesn't show up until that coach is even gone. Like sometimes the coach is only there for a season, and then they leave, and you're like, "Wow, these cornerbacks are really good. Why are they so good?" And you're like, "Oh crap, probably shouldn't let that defensive coordinator go," yeah. because it doesn't show up till then.
1: I always say, give a coach a year, and you, you can see what they're doing. Yeah, like give them uh, the first season. I'm like, that's kind of the trial. They kind of took over from whatever for whoever else, you know, whatever. So it's kind of both. Yeah. ingrained. But after that, that's when you really see the person, right? Are the coaches? Right. For and, sure, and I once think, they're
0: comfortable with the with their athletes too.
1: And the second thing is, stop looking at your coaches like I mean your kids like trophies. Yeah, exactly. So one thing that I can't stand, and I always hear coaches talking about like, oh look, I have this one kid, I have this one kid, I have this right. one kid. What about your team? Like, no, no, no. It,
0: tell me, tell me your worst kid. Yes, and what you've done for that, them.
1: And that's what I tell people all the time, especially uh, younger coaches like Chance when he would talk to me and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, first of all. I look at your worst kid, and yeah. if your worst kid is pretty decent, you're good. Right? Like that's when I start Absolutely. to worry. Period. Yeah. Right. Anybody can coach talent. It's not hard. No. You know what I mean. That's why I was saying, like the kids that I had that that group, that wasn't hard. Yeah. That was. That was actually yeah. kind of boring because you just give them drills and then sit there. Yeah, and and those kids were so young, but they were fun. You know what I mean. So it wasn't that bad. But I mean, like even last season, I remember. When I took over a, a team, you know, obviously I'm not gonna say, but a lot of the coaches in there, they're like, Oh, good luck, dude. Right. Like, you know, and I was like, and that, I looked at all of them and I said, What are you talking about? These guys these kids are good. That's what I pride myself on. And then of course It's my worst. They, kid. they score some of the highest. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, don't end look at I, a kid like that.
0: I think I've told you this story, and it was with a coach that you coach with, mm-hmm. stuck up for me. But a coach who's, oh man, I hate to do this, but kind of a talker, crap talker, came up to me and said, you know, I'm really surprised that you don't do more with that athlete. And then, or so-and-so and and I were talking and we're both really surprised that you don't do more with that athlete and then just walked away. And a guy that you work with Uh was like, what a stupid rookie thing to say. You don't know what goes on every day in the gym. You don't Mm -hmm. know. Just because you look at a kid and you're like, oh, they're really talented. Yeah. You don't know what you go through day to day, day in, day out. That kid on a Monday of that week might have been not doing any skills whatsoever. Yeah. You don't know what that coach goes through. And you need to take that into consideration. Yeah. Talent talent has nothing to do with how physically gifted you are. The real talent is mental toughness. Yes. That's the real yes. talent. Yes. And if you have that, everything else falls together. Yep. I have plenty of kids I've coached that have great physical talent mm-hmm. that couldn't compete their way, you
1: know, couldn't oh, do I have anything. like three of them, and I'm telling you, if they were better mentally, they would be with Kim on Dream Team. That's yeah. how good they are. Right. But they can't, you know, and they're struggling with it, which is okay still, I mean. They'll get better mentally.
0: Because that were, kid I was it, talking it, about, that, that coach said something yeah. about
1: Going to tear people up this year. I don't even coach her anymore. She's yeah. going to tear people up this well, year. Well, and I and I, you know, I was, I was talking to one, and I, I told her, I said, "Your biggest problem is is you right now, your mind, you know." Mm-hmm. And we'll get through it, and, and stop worrying about it so much. Stop putting yourself on this pedestal that you have to be this score or this top winner or whatever because you've. But all great athletes always, have that. You've always you've always been there they're all type A. and you have to yeah and they're and all like that you have A. to understand now they're the exact opposite of me and you <laughs> that you hit that wall and now it's time to struggle yeah. embrace this suck and right. just understand it and we're gonna push through it and i promise you we're gonna be fine and you'll and you'll get back to the top right but right now For sure. accept where you are right and how hard it's gonna be and she just looked at me and she's like okay you, and once right, they
0: accept yeah. that they get better instantly instantly so that's that's kind of the point of today's show. We kind of went over, you know, what it's like to coach your own kid. Yep. But then we went over ownership as a coach. Mm-hmm. Own the kids you coach, uh, meaning their successes and their failures. And remember that other coaches you look at are going through things you don't understand. So you need yep. to give them a chance. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. So... So thanks for joining today. Thank you, Anthony. Yep. You guys will see Anthony a lot. Him and Will actually will be on the show a lot. Uh, They'll co-host whenever they can. So that'll be awesome. All three of us, I think, might be here on the next show. So that'll be even cooler. But thank you so much for joining the Coach's Spot. I hope we brought to light or helped you out a little bit in any way that we could. Hope you guys learned something. And thanks again, Anthony.
1: Yep. Thank you. Oh, like comment subscribe <laughs> there you go share 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 share, share, share.
0: share. Yeah, yeah we don't have sponsors or anything like that so nope. the only thing we ask in payment is if you learn something or you got something from this please like and share it and that's all we ask thanks a lot guys we'll see you again on the coach's spot i'm jason powell that's anthony <laughs> De Brule, okay guys thanks a lot talk to you later bye